Well, hello, mid-February, Cody, the producer, man. I know, man. It is so rainy and cold where we're at. I don't guess it's really cold, but the rain makes it feel cold. Yep. And it's not one of those days you want to go do stuff. Yeah, but do you know what's good? What's that? Razorback baseball is about to start. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Razorback basketball, and I was going to say you obviously didn't watch the game last no, night. No, no, no. We lost our team pretty oh, much. But man. baseball season's coming. This morning on the radio, they were talking about Razorback basketball, and their, uh, the radio show I listen to in the mornings, they always do. I think they call it reindeer games, what they call it, where they ask questions, people answer. One of the questions was, would you rather – not win another game this season or go to the Sweet 16 next year. <laughs> like, they've already given up. I'm like, come on, I'd rather win games and go to the Sweet 16. <laughs> That's hilarious. Obviously, most of our um, listening audience does not care about Razorback sports. <laughs> I know, right? But we don't have a lot to cling to, usually, <laughs> yeah. except for baseball and track. Yeah. And baseball season is coming, which, by the way, we're preseason picked to win the SEC West. Just, Are we? Yeah, that's probably screwing us right there. <laughs> yeah, never pick. <laughs> yeah, never. But, anyway, it is February. We're coming off the back end of a crazy schedule. Yeah, January, particularly for you, was really yeah. crazy. It was um, nuts. It was a lot of fun. We've been all over the country, I feel like. North, south. <laughs> You've been... We hadn't went east. Yeah, we've been south. We went to the coast on Texas. We went to Indianapolis. Yeah. Then we come back to... No, we went to Texas, then to Indy. Yeah. Then back to the coast of Texas with Running Gun. Yeah. Daniel and the crew. And then up to And then to Vegas. Vegas. And then back home. So I've been home for like... What, a week or two now? Yes. Yeah, and I feel like, like I've been home for an eternity. <laughs> Just because you hadn't had to go. It's been awesome. And I'm <laughs> it's hilarious. It. And so uh, I've had a few other opportunities to pop popped up, which seems like they always do to be somewhere else. I'm like, you sure we can't just handle that on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe so. I'm like, good deal. Yeah. Let's just have a phone call. Yeah. And so <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, it's been a lot of fun. And man, things are, things are rolling fast. Yeah. Moving forward. Some of that stuff we've been telling you about for a long time is <laughs> on the verge of <laughs> happening. I mean, like on the verge, man. Of uh, Days away. We've been getting this a lot. Like you mentioned a few people's told you. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys just leave us hanging all yeah. the time. I had a guy, my buddy John, at um, John Arman. He listens to the show out at it, it was it, it ATA. Was it ATA. We were hanging out with, I think you probably said it 20 times. Uh, like, you boys just you leave boys, us hanging. Just leave us hanging all the time. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, we're not intentionally, I wouldn't, I guess maybe we are. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it is intentional. It's really not. Like, it's just, you know how I am, Cody. I'm always, I feel like I'm always talking about something that's oh, coming. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I really am. I mean, I mean, every day, not just in business. I mean, it may be like farm talk with yeah. the new farm and hunting yeah. or Yeah, the other day he, he called me. I don't even know what you called for. You were like, looking at selling my boat, got to buy a dozer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't want to sell my boat. My wife's like, you're not having a bass boat and a dozer. And she's like, you don't even use your bass boat, so won't you sell it and buy a dozer? And you're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I look at dozers every night. I used to look at dozers and helicopters every night. I quit looking at helicopters after this last little ordeal. I'm yeah. Like, I think a dozer is a little safer on the ground. I kind of felt bad after that. I texted you and said, did you hear about this helicopter accident? We don't need to look at helicopters anymore. I was like, that wasn't very nice. Yeah. There was more to that. God, it was a tragedy. I, was, yeah. I, well, I saw yesterday, of course, there's stuff comes out every day still. That's been, what, a couple weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. 
but I saw yesterday that helicopter was about 12 seconds from being clear of the fog. Oh, really? Yep. And it just, before oh, it, that's awful, before it, hit, before it hit the mountain. Yeah, it's a bad deal. Man, how did we go? We went like from all happy-go-lucky to, yeah, that was, mm, that was a terrible deal, man. But, yeah. but dang, what a legacy the dude left. I know, from from one side of the world to the other. Really? You know, like it is a big deal. I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't seen in my lifetime somebody have that much impact on people that i mean even brandon was telling me he's like dude my wife was crying really she don't even watch basketball she just knows who he is yeah and i'm like so i don't know that i've seen a, an athlete have that much of an impact on yeah. people that didn't even watch basketball right you know pretty yeah. pretty pretty incredible stuff yeah but. his name is synonymous with obviously basketball but just he's i don't know him personally i so but when you you hear his his name kobe you i automatically think of somebody who is like an all-around dude, yeah, you know, and so that's probably why um, people who don't even watch basketball. Did you see LeBron's new tat? I didn't see it, but I was going to say, did you see LeBron do the uh, dunk? Yes. Have and, you watched the playback? Yeah, but did you watch? Have you watched the playback where with Kobe, Kobe, LeBron? It's identical. I know. I was like, dude, that is awesome. I meant from the ball, get, wasn't it, but didn't a ball get stolen and kicked out to it, him? It, it, almost exact same. Yeah, I watched. That was phenomenal. I love those. So there's one, um, of course, that one that just happened like last week, I think. Did you there, see the photo that was taken of it? Uh huh. God, I he made, nailed it. Uh, he did. Yeah, he's the famous photographer now, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, there's also one of Kobe and Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. That's the exact same, doing the same thing. But they say Kobe studied, you know, all these great basketball players and worked hard to, to learn the skills that, that made them great. Yeah. And obviously, Michael is one of the greats. <clears throat> and so it goes back back and forth from Michael doing a move, and then it finishes with Kobe doing the exact same move. And it's amazing. It's it's really cool to see that. Yeah, that dude. So he got a LeBron just got him a tat on his a black mamba tat on his thigh. Really? It's got a snake on it. Let's go get us some black mamba tats. I ain't getting no tattoos. You got the black mamba voice. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, look at my new tattoo. (laughs) I mean, I'm all a fan of the black mamba, but I'm not getting a serpent on my leg, dude. Oh, that's hilarious. Those dudes were close though. Yeah. Like they were really good friends. And so I get it. I'm not, yeah, like hacking on anybody by any means. Yeah, but man, what a legacy! I don't even know how we got off on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, he he did some incredible stuff, family man, and it's a it's really is a tragedy to see see somebody go so young with yeah. the kids. You, you hate it for the kids, and and mm-hmm. um, they'll bounce back though. Oh I yeah, mean, their family will bounce back. Yeah, somehow it'll never be the same, but. Um, they know his mentality would yeah. would tell them just go for it. Just got to keep, keep moving going. forward. Yeah, gotta keep going. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Back to always having stuff going on, man. I, I do feel like all the time something's coming. Yeah. Okay, when I die, something's still going to be coming. <laughs> I might miss it, <laughs> but I, I was, you know, we got the new farm, and I'm, I'm, I've, I told you before we started recording, I've got about thirty, thirty-five acres worth of pasture land that's fixing to be of a of a actually we've got about 40 acres or 45 of pasture land connected to 160 acres that we're going to be able to take and and play with it's going to be like just a big playground for white-tailed deer and so wow 
my anticipation for what we're fixing to get to do this spring is sky high. I'm, I'm getting pumped, man. Yeah. Um, going to be doing some new stuff we haven't done. Um, planting, looking at planting beans. We're going to bring Kansas to Arkansas this year. <laughs> you told me that earlier, and I was like, dude, that is. <laughs> we may plant corn. It's going, I need a corn sponsor. <laughs> You're going to have a cornfield. And I'm telling you. You're going to have a soybean field on one spot. No, we are. But why it's going to be good is because <laughs> this is good, Cody. It's because there's nothing but pines and and just, you know, white oaks. And and then so you got a lot we're, of we're kind of in a valley, though, with awesome soil in the middle of the mountain. It's going to be sweet. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to get to kind of build up the the farm so to speak to do whatever we want to do with it and see how it goes i like so that it's kind of a little bit of the same mentality we did at the sg43 <laughs> but on a little bigger scale yeah and like 40 more acres <laughs> <laughs> well i don't i don't know you I mean, might have i think you have more than that that you're going to be working but yeah well we won't we won't be because i was i've been doing a lot of research on it and you don't need like we've got 160 acres there that we'll be hunting and from what I've gathered, you know, five to ten percent of whatever you're hunting is what needs to be food source. Now, don't quote me on that. That's just something I read the other day because I've been trying to research how much to do. Yeah. Versus how much is too much, and yeah, because you could go out there and turn it all into food source, and it not be yeah, good. It's like I, a buffet. Well, <laughs> I still might. <laughs> that ain't good. <laughs> well, the problem I'm going to have is because of the food source we're going to have, there's nothing like it that I know of within miles and miles yeah. and miles. And so it's going to attract a lot of deer. So I've got to have enough that it's not completely disintegrated in a week. Yeah. Because there's so many deer showing up, you know. Yeah. And so who's taking that? My phone? That was, yeah. I must be synced up to the old roadcaster. So anyway, what's the plan today, Cody? So I think you already mentioned it before we got on the air here. We were talking about how um, <laughs> a couple of people I've talked to and then John over at ATA, Armin that we talked to at ATA, said, you boys are always leaving us hanging, you know, the <laughs> anticipation. And so when we sat down, we were like, what are we going to talk about today? And I said, why don't we talk about the importance of <laughs> developing and creating anticipation? Yeah. And so, you know, through brainstorming, I think we're going to give some takeaways to why you should create anticipation. I think um, just as I've been thinking about that whole idea, um, I think antici anticipation or creating anticipation is a missing piece in marketing. What we do, like people want to throw up quickly all that they have yeah, and then people learn it really fast or they know about it really fast and then it falls off the radar. And so creating anticipation is important. And so we're going to talk about it from a business perspective, give some takeaways, but also, you know, like, uh, from a listener's perspective, you know, like why is anticipation something that's beneficial for us as listeners or as followers of a brand or whatever? Right. You know? Yeah. There's 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 pros and cons, obviously, to everything. Um, but there is a lot of power in anticipation. There's also some can be some downfalls, too, I think. And you've kind of briefly touched on it. Um, you can give too much information too quick. Mm -hmm. And then what you were talking about doesn't happen and it can actually hurt your credibility yeah if you see that pattern happening someone over and over everybody knows the guy that's always talking about the next thing that never happens yeah yeah <laughs> and that's the last thing you want to do yeah is so that would be a downfall to um uh, talking about too much too fast um that could actually um decrease your influence in the long haul if it becomes a pattern now 
we're probably all guilty of it at some level. We've probably all talked about something, or I know I have, Lord knows I have, talked about something that didn't happen, or I found out later it was a good thing it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it wasn't meant to be, whatever. But I do think there's a lot of power um, in anticipation. I know it is for me. I, I probably look at it initially from a personal level because it's just the way I'm wired. Is is there's I said it well ago. There's always something coming, whether it's in business or with a client or if it's related to the farm and food plots or deer hunting or bow hunting or rifle hunting whatever there's always something coming there's always something that we're going to be doing next and so um that's just kind of the way i I live my life i wouldn't say it's intentional i guess for me i guess it goes back to just being wired the way i am i don't know you you know me as well as i do i guess but (laughs) um i really have never thought when we started talking about this topic of conversation, I've never really thought about it like we're thinking about it right now, just because it's always the way I've been wired is something's coming. Yeah. And I don't know if that's part of just, uh, being natural to communicating around the ideas of vision and topics. I don't know. Um, I'm just wired that way, but it's, but it's also a reality that I do know things are coming. So I'm not just talking about things that are, not going to happen some may some may not but for the most of the time if we mention something um you, you can count on it. at some point it's coming yeah. <laughs> it might be john oh boy it might be 10 years from now but it's coming uh, so but i do think there is a lot of power in anticipation yeah i know there is for me personally it, you know for me it provides motivation yeah excitement it just keeps me thinking about man yeah i love what we're doing now but but what's coming what's could, coming could, could be better yeah i always think about go remote you know i guess it was what three months ago two or three months ago we uh, took some time to talk about that brand that we're working on building, yeah. and um, dude, it was it was a fun podcast. Yeah. First of all, to hear hear the story of that, but one of the things that I love about that is <clears throat> we're still a little ways off from doing some of the things that we really want to accomplish. Yeah. You know, but every person that I've talked to, and you, you the same, when you tell people about the the vision of of what go remote really is, it creates an anticipation that makes people want to be a part of it, you know? And so I think, I think it's right. What you're saying is it might be 10 years from now, but the initial anticipation, it creates a a desire to be a part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's probably a principle there somewhere, but it, people, people want to be a part of something Mm -hmm. beyond just whether they admit it or not. I mean, I'm personally, naturally, I'm an introvert, believe it or not. And we do TV and podcast and <laughs> <laughs> speak at church sometimes. Yeah. But, but All right, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I would agree with Heath on that. Because <laughs> during the week, you go to his house, he's got his, I, they may not be your pajamas, but your, your wind pants. <laughs> And your flip flops. They're not pajamas. <laughs> and uh, he's like, that's where he wants to be. Bummed you know? out. Yeah, me I wouldn't say bummed out, but it's just not like you're but, not dressed up to go anywhere. Some people. Well, that's the creative world, though. We can work in flip flops. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the yeah. dress code. You yeah. know, like you're probably not a real creative <laughs> if you're not wearing flip flops every now and then. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> throwing that out there. So don't act like you're creative if you don't wear flip flops <laughs> and have a little bit of hair every now and then. Yeah. You gotta have a little bit of hippie side to you so you <laughs> can relate hilarious. to your people you know so no i uh there i love i love anticipating what's to come man um there's 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 a lot of different directions we can go with this but 
uh, for me, it starts just personally. It's like whether we were in business or not, I'm going to be anticipating what's coming. Yeah. On a personal level, you know, maybe that's with my family for my kids. Uh, a lot of times, it does revolve around hunting or what the next hunt is, or and it's not because we're not trying to enjoy the moment that we're living in. Um, and I think that's a that's a that's a something to think about too, because sometimes you can. This could be a downfall of missing where you're at, and you know. The, the idea of always looking for a day that's coming and missing the day that's here happens with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to miss the moment you're living in right now, too. I know for us as dads, yeah. um, as fathers, I don't want to be so looking forward to what's coming. And that's all I talk about, that I'm missing moments with my kids, right. my daughter, my wife, our family, our team in business. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't mean we're not looking ahead to what's coming. Either. Yeah. You know, I think there's got to be a balance yeah. there. Yeah, you hear people all the time say, man, I can't wait till my kids are grown. Yeah. That'll happen really fast. My oh, wife actually yeah. told me, we downloaded an app on our phone, and it uh, you put your kids in there, and it tells you how many weeks you have left with them. Until, until they're 18. Yeah. And it's like a like a reality. You know, <laughs> like you're like, oh, dang. my For me, my daughter is not that, you know, she's like 57, 58 something like that weeks away yeah. from being 18. And at that point she can say, I don't want anything to do with you, dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so I've got that many more weeks to try to, um, to have impact the most her impact, life, you, you know? And, and so it's easy to anticipate, uh, when they have, when you have grandkids, when that child gets married, when some people have that app because they're looking forward to how many days till they're I know, gone. Till they're but gone. that's why I'm trying to tell them you don't need to do that. <laughs> but you know, like it's easy to look forward to that moment when you're missing what's what's happening right now. Yeah. You know, I always tell my kids, for, I tell people this no matter what that every opportunity is a is a moment for growth whether it's a good op, good moment or a bad moment it's an opportunity for growth yeah and so i think for me um and i, I think i see this in you too in everything that that comes to you or to me or people that we're involved with whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or a frustrating thing it's a it's an opportunity for us to get better at something yeah. and so w- when it relates to children or business or whatever um trying to create anticipation around everything that comes your way. Like, what am I going to learn from this? What, yeah. How's this going to affect me? How's this going to build yeah. my business? How's it going to give me the chance to uh, lead my kid better in the decision-making process? Cause someday they're going to face this on their own or whatever, yeah. you know? And so anticipate like changing your mindset to a mindset of anticipation in the now creates opportunity in the future. I think Yeah, for sure. Know? There's no doubt it does. Um, it, there's there's a few things, and I don't I don't know how far we want to get into this, but I, when we talk about anticipation, there's there's two things that pop to my mind. Actually, one thing, but people take it two different ways, and it's it's two words. It's what if, and so when we talk about anticipation, um, and we'll we'll speak to it from from you can take this if you're listening, however it fits your life. But I want to talk to it about it from a business standpoint for just a minute with opportunities that come your way and anticipating, you know, future growth of the company or, or whatever you you fill in the blank. But so many times what I've experienced with people is their first initial thought is what if this doesn't work? And it's, it's almost a negative takeaway from an opportunity Mm -hmm. right, right off the bat, you're starting on a negative, you know, and where, and this is, this is, 
again, this goes back to just the way I'm wired. I think I don't, I don't know that I've ever been, unless I just thought it was, I guess if it was just thought it was a stupid idea, I was probably like, that ain't going to work. <laughs> it wasn't even a what if it's like, yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. I could be totally wrong, but that most of the time when, when an opportunity comes my way, um, the first thing I think about is what if this works? Yeah. It's a positive reaction right yeah. off the get go versus a negative reaction. And I think sometimes we have to evaluate when, when opportunities come our way or we're anticipating an opportunity coming our way, you know, what's the first thing you think about? Is it a positive response or is it a negative response? Because if it is a negative response, more times than not, you may be beat before you ever get started mm -hmm. because you're looking for how many ways this can go wrong. Right. And I, my wife, so, so, I'm not saying that's always wrong because you've got to be balanced. In yeah, your that's approach. what I was about to say. Yeah. There has to be a balance yeah. because uh, mindset really matters in all the things that you do, I think. Yeah. And, but there has to be a balance. And you know, I mean, you could go into everything like, you know, yeah, like one that's of the, where I do, the seven dwarfs all excited, <laughs> you know, happy or whatever. Like, woo, whistle white, get it done, yeah. you know. And it'd be a great opportunity, but you not think through the other side of that as well. So, yeah. you know, you, you do have to have that mindset of what if yeah. this works. But from any perspective, you need to be willing to, like you said, balance it and yeah. look at both sides. That's of the what story. I was going to say is that the first I'm talking about the first initial thought in your uh -huh. mind for me is, man, what if this works? Yeah. It, it almost always is. Unless, again, unless it's just some kind of retarded idea. Can you say retarded on the? Sometimes people get offended. Like people do get offended by I'm, that. I apologize. Stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> if if so, but but again, and you know me well enough to know if it's a very big decision. I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to calculate every single negative that I can of what could possibly happen. I'm, I'm, I'm referring to that very initial mindset when opportunities come your way. What is your mindset? Yeah. Do you find yourself always being negative or is it always being positive? And I don't know. I just think there's, there's, there's some health in, and I'm, this all just evolves around the idea of anticipation that, yeah. If your initial response is a negative, you probably don't create a whole lot of anticipation for people. Well, it's probably that, and you're creating a, a, a improper anticipation for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was in one of the previous organizations I worked in. Um, it was strongly, or almost a hundred percent, probably ninety nine or ninety eight point two percent volunteer driven. Yeah. And so, after several years, you see a volunteer back out or not follow through on what they said or you know how sometimes volunteer organizations can be and so towards the end of my leadership in that uh, that particular organization I got a little bit on the negative side of that everything that came my way it was uh, it's a great idea but you're not gonna follow through so the anticipation for me I created was not not proper you know yeah. what I mean and so had I uh, I heard one one guy one one time. He always said, "When somebody brings you an an idea, whether you think it's awesome or not, say wow, not how." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because oftentimes, uh, if we're on that side of it, the negative side of it, if we say how, we're already thinking that's not gonna work. It's not a good idea. Yeah, blah blah blah. You know all that stuff. And so, um, I, I agree with what you're saying. If if you can change your mindset to think like you're thinking like you think on yeah what if this works or wow you know yeah then that's going to give you the opportunity to lead better i think yeah i do too and it, and it, it there's and then it, it just trickles down from there from from leading well to to influence to to all the different things that come along with creating positive anticipation for what's to come i think you can this is a good gauge and you can everybody can respond to this different and it's on a personal level but you can i look at 
at people's lives or even my own life and I ask myself how many people want to be involved with what we do mm-hmm. and if the answer is not very many then I probably don't do a very good job of creating vision and anticipation for what's to come and how it could impact their life and we can all do that we can all look at our own lives especially in business or even in family and this is this is a tricky one I'm probably better at it in, in business than I am family sometimes because we, it's so easy to get so self you know centered on your business that sometimes you miss the moment, the tear, like we were just talking about, that, that, you know what I'm trying to say? Does that make sense? Keep talking. Or not. <laughs> like, like I was just going to say, you know, creating, creating positive anticipation in the business for me is very easy because it's all I think about every day to the point, to a fault sometimes, to when I go home sometimes, it's still on my radar and I'm still thinking about it. I think a lot of us that are entrepreneurs or business people can fall into that trap sometimes yeah. to where you're not doing as good a job of it at home with your family or with your kids. And, and you, I, can, I can read my daughter all the time. She, if I look at her and she looks at me or if she's trying to talk and I'm on the phone or the computer, she knows she's like, yeah. all, all you do is work. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't look at it as work because I love what I yeah. do. I'm creating anticipation yeah. for the future, but I have to be careful and cautious that I don't get so overwhelmed with yeah. the business side that I miss what's most important. Yeah. That goes back. back I think home. we talked about that with Aaron Keller several weeks ago about how do you unplug yeah. when you, when you're doing something you love, yeah, you know, I mean, it's very difficult. Well, and that's what I was going to say on the, on the creating anticipation. I feel like you can look at from a business standpoint, look at how many people want to be involved. But if you get on a personal level and get back to the home place, and this is, this is tricky for some people because nobody wants to ask this question. I ask it from business. How many people want to be involved with what we do? We have a lot of people that want to be involved in what we do. When I get back home, I ask myself the same thing. How many people in my family want to be involved in what we do? Like, personally not take business out of it what and so it's i I would say that's why i say i can almost do it to a fault sometimes to where i feel like i'm really strong at it over here but not as strong at it on the home level you know and Mm -hmm. so for me when you ask yourself that question you got to you got to man up and say you know what i need to i need to to check myself and get back in balance with my family because i want my kids to be want to be involved in my life as much as people want to work for us yeah you know what i mean right it's a tough question to ask but i think i think we have to do that and in the world we live in specifically with our business a lot of our businesses revolved around travel because we don't do a lot of local work um and so all of our clientele and business is in another state somewhere and so we have to be gone quite a bit and it's just easy to fall into that trap sometimes to really miss what's most important in your life and we have to make sure we're creating anticipate positive anticipation for our family yeah and for our kids and so i think there is even a balance there too as well i'll just jump into this because i gotta we gotta shut this down here in a minute but the the idea of creating anticipation for your family business can be involved with that. They just need to have a really clear understanding of why you do what you do and mm-hmm. that you're, you're helping pave the way for, we talked about it before the podcast, you're, you're looking for ways to, you know, to, to create um, generosity, generosity for your family or for other people. Part of that revolves around income, mm-hmm. obviously. And so I think as long as you're on the same page with your family, my, my kids and my wife, they have a great understanding of what we do. They love that. I love what I do. Yeah too much sometimes like you don't work <laughs> I, I talked to we i don't know who it was but almost every time somebody asks about my job yeah my wife answers before me <laughs> she said she he don't he's work. doing what he loves you know? <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> she always answers that before me <laughs> he's got his dream job that's what she says yeah so i mean anticipation man is is it's i think it is a a major point to being successful is yeah. as far as you know um 
creating that kind of what's what's next mentality yeah. where are we headed what it's really we? valuable i mean i told you before we started i always when i think about anticipation i always go to a coach in a locker room speech because i grew up playing sports yeah and I, I like i can't always remember or i can't tell you all the things that my coaches said to me but I can look back and remember the anticipation that they were creating, you know, for yeah. us to go out on the court. Um, I think of the best basketball movie of all time, Hoosiers, <laughs> yeah. with, with old Gene Hackman yeah. and his locker room speeches. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he was create is a movie, but daggum, that's a real, real life story, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're creating anticipation for what's to come, you know? And I think that that, um, whether it's family or business or whatever, I think that, it's a, it's something that everybody can learn. Yeah, how to create and and uh, a, a healthy anticipation um, for what is to come and where it's going and um, a healthy balanced anticipation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think, what we're looking for. Yeah, because I mean, you you know, like I know, like you can share too much too fast. Yeah. I mean, we a lot of times we talk about old school principles that we learned growing up, and one of the ones that I learned was you can share too much too fast and get beat up because yeah. <laughs> yeah. people don't like your idea, yeah. you know, or you can share too much too fast and it fall apart because you hadn't done the due diligence right. that needed to be done, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I think having a balance of creating healthy anticipation is something that every person needs to have in their life yeah. or their business or their family yeah. or whatever marriage or whatever yeah it's 100 percent. yeah every area of your life that's something um that you need i think it it'll help you move forward and be successful yeah for sure so i've got um a couple of takeaways here go for it so one of them is consider your mindset if i was to wrap around this whole idea of anticipation is this is just from my perspective is What's the first thing we talked about this? What's the first thing that comes in your mind when when opportunities present themselves? Is it a positive what if or is it a negative what if? Um, and I would just say be not don't be too quick to judge. You know, look at the opportunity first, the possibilities of what could be versus yeah. how is this going to be a terrible idea? Right. Doesn't mean you're not going to circle back around, circle the wagons, and say, okay, let's get to square one. Yeah. What are the things we got to work through? What are the negative sides of this? You know, we talk about it all the time. Um, and so that's one of them is, is number two, I would say never, you know, understand the power of anticipation. It, it does a few things. It creates excitement. It, it will create an influence for you, your life, mm-hmm. your business, for your family. It creates influence. Um, it creates a team atmosphere when you're bringing people along on the journey. Um, and it eventually creates uh, living your passion. And from a business side, it eventually creates revenue. Right. And so um, if you're not anticipating making more money down the road, guess what? You're probably not going to make You're probably money. never going to make more money. You're yeah. just going to be happy where you're at. And that's fine. Yeah. If you are, that's happy. Yeah. You know, that's that's good for you. I think this, <clears throat> whenever I, um, I've i done some, some leadership sessions for parents before. Yeah. And one of the um, statements that I've made every time I've done that is, your children will rise to your level of expectation for them. Yeah. So I think you could replace the word expectation and the word children with, people will rise to the level of anticipation you have for them. Oh, yeah. You know, so like you said with money, if you never think you're going to make more money, you probably won't because you're not working towards that because you have no anticipation for it. Yeah. If you want to be a better leader but have no anticipation for opportunities to lead, then you're probably not going to do the work on the front end to get to a place where you get to lead more people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, 
I, I think it's a great. A lot of that, man, it comes back to the even when you think about the money talk. Because honestly, for me, I honestly don't look at how I'm going to make more money. That's mm-hmm. not the first thing that comes into my mind. The first thing that comes into my mind is how can we help more people be successful, right? Whether that's our clients, whether that's our team, and the when you're when you and we've talked about this. I don't know how many times over the different podcasts over the last two or three years, but the the power of adding value to people supersedes everything else. The money will come yeah. when you're solving problems and adding value to clients or to, to people or whatever, fill in the blank again, but the money will come. Right. And so, but it doesn't mean you don't anticipate making more money. Yeah. You just know the process. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not about the money, but in the end, yeah. The money will come if you're yeah. doing what you're supposed to yeah. do on your side and the, adding, adding value to it's people. It's always about the process. Yeah, it for really, anybody, it never. Yeah, it's never not. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's know? why I think that's why I think this is important is because anticipation is a part of that process. Yeah, you know, it all falls into the puzzle, so to speak. Yeah, and it ends in a good way. Yeah, if, if it's done right. So for the listeners that are out there that want to know what we're doing next, <laughs> how about we tell you next week? <laughs> I will say this. We're um, going back and forth. <laughs> That's so funny. I will say this. We're going back and forth with some attorneys. I'm letting you in on some secrets right now. Uh, a couple of different attorneys getting some contracts wrote up. There's pretty big life-changing stuff right. on, on our side. Yeah. Very, very exciting. We are anticipating silly, crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Um, and so... We will, we will, <laughs> I feel like you set this whole thing up on purpose for me to say, no, no, I'm just d- going to leave them hanging. <laughs> no, well, I think it is kind of funny, though. <laughs> but <laughs> that's so wrong. I set you up. <laughs> no, no, I, but again, I think it goes back. You, yeah. You don't release the wrong information. At I the will say time. this about what we're going to be releasing is, <laughs> is whether it happens or not. We will talk about what almost happened or did happen. Either way. Okay. We'll let them in. So that fair? I think that's fair. But I think it's good that you don't say it yet until all of the things No, are no, no. <laughs> it, it, I got too many different layers of things that are, could be affected. Yeah. Once we make yeah. a pretty big announcement. So. <laughs> See, we're just creating anticipation, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that is. But, again, you know, anticipation is a very beneficial thing. For yourself and for the, the organization yeah especially if you're in a business man mm-hmm. for for creating excitement with your team yeah um people want to know what's coming yeah. next and, and then not only that but how does it how does it benefit and affect, yeah. affect the team yeah you know? yeah so, so i think that's good and i think like you said um we're on the verge of one of these things that we talk about all the time kind of yeah. coming it's been a coming to process. fruition you know um after all the attorneys and all that stuff you know then we'll get to talk about it or whatever either way like you said but that's good cody we got to wrap it up i got to get to a meeting and sign some documents (laughs) fun time so you got anything else that's it man i think it was a fun podcast hey it has been a fun podcast hope you guys have enjoyed this little edition of the tour 12 podcast until next time peace out god bless We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the Tour 12 podcast each and every week. As you know, it's our goal to create content that helps you get from where you are to where you want to be in your business, leadership, and in your life. And we try to have a lot of fun doing it. If you could do us a huge favor, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes to rate and leave a review of the podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and help us build the tribe by sharing the Tour 12 podcast with one of your friends. From all of us at Tour 12, Thank you so much for being a part of the Tour 12 podcast.